It's time now for the Conqueror's Cafe Show. Your hour of empowerment and inspiration with your host, Twyla Reed, author of Broken Wings. Here we encourage you to spread your broken wings and keep soaring by the power of God as you transform your tragedies into empowering moments. Thank you for joining us today. We are here every Sunday night at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have a very special guest today that's here to share their testimony of hope and healing with us all. So don't move because you are definitely in for a treat today here on the Conqueror's Cafe. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to the Conqueror's Cafe radio show. I am your host, Twyla Reed, also known as your Tragedy to Strategy mentor. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. What an awesome day to just give God thanks just for being God all by himself. And not only just for being God all by himself, but just being everything that he is and all that and more. You know, how many of us know that God plays uh, an important role? He is everything that we need. So at this moment, we're just going to give him thanks just for being Elohim, the God of creation, just for being Jehovah, just for being El Shaddai, the mighty God, just for being Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide, just for being Jehovah Shalom, the Lord our peace, just for being Jehovah Shama, the Lord is there. Just for being Jehovah Rapha, the Lord that heals. Just for being who he is and just everything that we need. I am here today, and I am so happy that you all have decided to join us. As you all know, I'm the author of Broken Wings, which is a true story of a mother's unwavering love for her son in the aftermath of a horrific car accident which left him in a coma and paralyzed and with a severe traumatic brain injury. Well, that mother and son is my son and I, and this is our journey through, uh, through his recovery. It is our testimony of hope and healing of how we use prayer and how we use perseverance to overcome the hardships that we endured during that time. This book marks the beginning of my journey to now. I'm also the founder and CEO of Broken Wings Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit organization established to provide awareness about traumatic brain injury to communities while providing support, resources, tips, and prevention insight. We educate, empower, and enlighten brain injury survivors, caregivers, and family members by teaching them how to create the life they desire in spite of the challenges and devastation that accompany head injuries. We provide real-time working strategies to ideal well-being. I'm also the founder and CEO of When Heaven Speaks Book Coaching and Publishing, as well as the founder of When Heaven Speaks Learning Academy. And a few of my books include Affirmations for the Mind, Body, and Soul, which is a guide for survivors of traumatic events. What do you do when caregivers need caregiving? Confessions of a Caregiver. Warring Women Arise and Pray, Soaring by the Power of God, a 31-day devotional. Also have prayer journals, planners, and so, so much more. Our books can be found on my website at twilareed.com. You can also find the books at Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, and other bookstores around the world, walmart.com, and, of course, on Amazon. Happy Sunday, happy Sunday, everyone. It's been an awesome day today. It is beautiful here in Savannah, Georgia. 
the sun is shining, and I tell you, it's just been an amazing day. Thank you so very much for joining us here on today. Here on the Conqueror's Cafe, we highlight authors, entrepreneurs, as well as survivors of traumatic events who've made it out victorious, and now they are here to share their testimonies of hope and healing with the world, to offer encouragement and inspiration to others as they travel their own personal journey. For today's episode or any of our other episodes, please visit our website at www.conquerorscafe.com. We also invite you to like, follow, and share our Facebook page at www.facebook.com forward slash conqueror. So if you or someone that you know have experienced a tragic event, I invite you to contact me. Let's create the life that you desire in spite of the challenges that you may be facing so that you too can become the strategist of your own destiny. It is now time for our uh, devotional for this evening. And I am going to be reading uh, actually uh, excerpt from the Soaring by the Power of God devotional. And our focal scripture is going to be Ephesians 2 and 10. Ephesians 2 and 10. And it reads, But we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. So just for a few minutes, I want to talk about God's masterpiece. God's masterpiece. We are God's masterpiece. How many of you really, really understand that we are indeed God's masterpiece? Some of you may be seeing, saying, what? Yes, yes, you are. We were created in his image and after his likeness. Therefore, we're called the works of his hand, mighty and good. Have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror and didn't like what you what you saw? Even if you don't feel like his masterpiece or look like his masterpiece, his word says that you are. It's common for us to be insecure about our looks for various reasons, and we often beat ourselves up because we can't seem to look like what society deems as perfect. Do you not know? that God created you to be different from others for a reason? God doesn't make mistakes. He made you and he made me the way that we are for a specific reason. And according to Webster's online thesaurus, some synonyms for masterpiece are showpiece, success, jewel, prize, treasure, and peace of the master. Now, I want you to go back and look at that scripture, and I want you to insert any of those words in that verse in place of the word handiwork. Doesn't it just take your breath away to know that there is someone feels this way about you? When God looks at you, he does not look at the human inadequacies, but he looks at his creation, his workmanship, in which he made so fearfully and wonderfully. Do not allow others to mislead you into thinking otherwise. God's thoughts towards you, no matter what you think of yourself, are good. And he wants to show you off to the world as his masterpiece. Amen, amen. I want to give a quick shout-out to our sponsors. 
Broken Wings Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit organization designed to provide awareness about traumatic brain injury to communities while providing support, resources, tips, and brain injury prevention insight. So if you are a survivor of a traumatic brain injury or a caregiver, please visit our website for more information at www.brokenwingsinc.org or please call 912-335-3799. Sister Sense, for personalized candles and gift baskets for any occasion, please contact Nashari Davenport at 205-514-0866. Shipping is available. Again, contact Nashari Davenport at 205-514-0866 for your custom-made personalized gift baskets and candles. The Birmingham Slayers, if you live in the Birmingham, Alabama area and you are looking for an organization where your child can be a part of a team where together everyone truly achieves more, a place where dance is a part of who they are as they encompass unity like never before, then the Birmingham Slayers is who they need to connect with. So please contact Ms. V at 205-531-0587. Again, that's Ms. V at 205 205- Five three one zero five eight seven. And if you have a business or an event that you would like to have advertised on our show, please contact me for information at info at twilareed.com. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have an amazing show lined up for you this evening. I tell you, your socks are going to be blessed. We're going to just bless your socks right off. We are here tonight, and as many of you um, are listening know, uh, myself, along with 19 other amazing, awesome, anointed women of God, uh, just released and launched, which is now a new bestseller, His Destiny, Her Purpose, Habits of a Godly Woman. So today, we are here with you all to share with you uh, our hearts and bring you in and just share the vision that God has given for this. You're going to be able to hear from the co-authors. You're going to be able to call in and ask questions as well. And I know that you're going to be blessed. So I want you all to just go ahead, just kick back and relax and go on and grab your cup of tea, your cup of coffee as we prepare to be blessed by these truly anointed vessels. But first, we're going to take a quick break. But don't you go anywhere, because we will be right back. Hello, this is Francia Noble of FranciaNoble.com, and you are listening to the Conqueror's Cafe radio show.
Amen, amen. Welcome back to the Conqueror's Cafe Radio Show. I am your host, Twyla Reed. Again, we have an amazing show lined up for you on this evening. I'm so excited to bring to you uh, some of the authors from His Destiny, Her Purpose. They are here tonight, and we are going to be sharing with you uh, from our hearts, and we're just going to open up and talk about our book and just uh, talk about some of the godly habits that we are sharing. You know, when you spend time thinking about um, what you spend time and thinking about each day ultimately forms the person that you are and the things that you believe in, the uh, the personality that you represent and as uh, women of God. And I realized um, after um, we wrote this book, um, this, these godly habits are not just for women, uh, because if you are someone in ministry and you are walking in your purpose, then uh, we all should uh, uh, adopt godly habits that can help us effectively do the things that God God has called us to do. And so we are here today, and we're going to be talking about uh, these godly habits because they are vital for your spiritual growth. And um, as we all know, habits can make or break your chances of achieving and maintaining a godly lifestyle. So without further ado, I bring to you the uh, authors of His Destiny, Her Purpose, Habits of a Godly Woman. (laughs) Hello, ladies. How are you? Hello. 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 How are you? Hello. Thank you all so much for being here uh, tonight. We are here with our listening audience. Um, We're going to have an awesome time in the Lord tonight. We are just going to just open up. It's very informal. There's no script. We are going to be talking about uh, the content in our book. Uh, By the way, listeners, which is indeed uh, a best-selling book right now, uh, number one bestseller at that, number one new release. And so I want to, uh, first of all, just congratulate these amazing women one more time with a a round of applause because they've done such an awesome job. So congratulations, ladies. How does it feel? I know some of you are already authors, but for those who are first-time authors, um, how does it feel to know that you are a best-selling author? Amazing. Feels amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Such an honor. <laughs> amazing. Hey, man, well, it has been an honor to have each of you here. And uh, what we're going to do is, um, we don't have everybody, so I am going to uh, introduce the the authors that we do have with us, and I am going to share with you um, which habits they have. No, I'm going to let them share. I'm going to bring them in. As I call your name, just, bri- just briefly come in, just say hello to our audience, and let them know where you where you reside and the godly habits that that the Lord led you to write about. So the first author we are bringing on is from Birmingham, Alabama. That's Miss uh, Lanisha Carey. Hello, everyone. My name is Lanisha Eric. I'm from Birmingham, Alabama. My habits that the Lord led me to do are the habits of forgiving yourself, 
and the habit of bearing good fruit. Amen. The habit of forgiving yourself and bearing good fruit. So we're going to do the rundown of the authors that are here with us, and then we'll come back and we're going to uh, talk about some of these habits. Our next author is uh, Ms. Dawn Cottrell. Hello, Dawn. Hello, Swallow, and thank you. Again, my name is Dawn Cottrell, and the three habits that the Lord led me to is the first one is the habit of standing on God's promises, the habit of meditating on God's word, and the habit of fellowship. Amen. Amen. And um, I I can't wait to um, bring the authors on individually so they can just share a little bit about why they feel that the Lord led them to these particular habits. So thank you, Dawn, so much. Our next um, author is Melquita Singleton. Hi, I'm Melquita Singleton. I'm from Savannah, Georgia. The two topics that the Lord had led me to write about is the habit of walking in faith and the habit of staying centered in God's will. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Melquita. And um, one thing I want to share about Melquita, Melquita is a a traumatic brain injury survivor. I met her some years ago through uh, our organization. And uh, just really been an honor, you know, to work with. I'm so proud of her. Uh, at first, I know she was kind of hesitant and, and apprehensive about being able to get this done. And so I'm just, I want to just say that publicly that I'm so proud of her and uh, for not giving up. And, and I know that the Lord is going to use her um, in a mighty way as she goes about and, and share her journey. So thank you so much, Melquita. Thank um, you. Thank you. It's a pleasure. It's an honor. Thank you. Our next author is Miss Helen Newland. Hello, Miss Helen. Hi, Sister Reed, and for everybody here, glad for everyone that could be here tonight. And the three habits that the Lord guided me on doing is the habit of commitment, the habit of freedom, and the habit of consistency. Amen. And Miss Helen mm-hmm. and I also have a unique relationship uh, mm-hmm. because when I was in the military, her son was one of my soldiers, and um, and I hope he's listening. I'm not sure if he is. I know some of my soldiers that I had are still in contact with me through social media, and and it's been an honor to just watch them grow up <laughs> because I consider them as my children. They used to call me Mama Sergeant. And I tell you, I know that uh, God put them in my life for a reason as well as placing me in their lives for a reason. I would take those soldiers to church with me, and we would cook for them. And, you know, we were in Korea, so they couldn't always go home. And and it was just an honor and a pleasure. And it was something uh, really special about Sister Helen's son. Uh, I, and I knew that the Lord would use him um, for, for kingdom work. So, Thank you so much, uh, Sister Helen, for being a part. It's been an honor working with you. Yes, ma'am. Same here. Uh, our next author is Ms. Dawn Pullen. Hello, Ms. Dawn. Hello, everybody. I'm so excited to be here. My name is Dawn Pullen. I am from Canton, Ohio, and I wrote about the habit of fasting and praying. 
Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Ms. Dawn, for being here with us. It's been an honor. Some of the authors I had never met before, you know, I just put the put the notice out there, and I thank God for them answering the call. And uh, God never makes a mistake, and I, and I know that the ladies that uh, are here uh, on this assignment uh, with me are supposed to be here. So thank you, Ms. Dawn. You're welcome, and thanks Our for having me. Thank you. Our next author is Ms. Arvanese Reed. Hello, hello. Good evening, everyone. I am Arvanese Reed. I live in New York. And the topics that the Lord led me to write about are the habit of praying for your children and the habit of peace. And the next one was led by um, and this is Twyla, and it is the habit of stability. Thank you for having me on this project with you. Amen. Um, it's, our niece has been with me before, and uh, when she reached out, uh, I knew what the Lord wanted her as a third topic. And when I told her, she was like, that's it, that's it, I knew. And she's going to share with you why in a little bit. So thank you, Ms. Arvanese. You're welcome. Thank right, you, next, everyone. Talk to you soon. Our next author is Ms. Yvette Corbin. Hi. Good evening, everyone. Um, yes, I'm Yvette Corbin. I'm from the Bronx, New York. And uh, the three habits that I wrote about are uh, the habit of joy, the habit of grace, and the habit of taking control of your mind. And it's been such a blessing yes. to be part of this. Thank you. Amen. Thank you so much. It's been an honor and a blessing to work with you as well. Our next author is Ms. Sharon Rayford. Hello, Ms. Sharon. Hello, hello. My name is Sharon Rayford. I'm from Mississippi. And my three topics are a habit of letting go of the past, a habit of giving, and a habit of renewing the mind. Amen. And Ms. Sharon is from, uh, uh, I don't even know if I had told her until recently that my hometown is Columbus, Mississippi. So, um, so and, and Tupelo and Stiletto, how do you say it? Stiletto? It's, it's not that far from Columbus. So thank you so much, uh, Sister Sharon, for being a part of this assignment because that's truly what it is, because there's so much more of what we're going to be doing and just more to follow on that. But thank you. It's been an honor and a pleasure working with you. Our next guest is Dr. Freeborn. Are you there, Dr. Freeborn? Dr. Anastasia Freeborn. Yes, I am. Good, good evening. Um, I am Dr. Anastasia Freeborn, and the topics that I wrote are a habit of resilience, and a habit of laying aside every weight. Um, in Bakersfield, California, but I was originally born and raised in Kenya, East Africa. Thank you so much, Dr. Freeburn. And I'll tell you, uh, <laughs> it's also, and then, you know, it's funny how I have these stories to tell about the causes because also, even like with Dr. Freeburn, 
um, I found out almost, you know, to the end of the project that I went to school with her husband. (laughs) And so, you know, I look at all of these connections, and it just reminds me again of how God's hand is truly in this. I don't know how they see this, but God's hand is truly in the midst of this project. And and um and and he has so much more for us to do together. So Dr. Freeman, thank you so much for being a part of this uh, assignment. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank Our you next author, for inviting me. Yes, yes, ma'am. Our next author is uh is Barbara Williams. Hello. My name is Barbara Williams. I live in Newark, New Jersey. And the three habits that I, the Lord led me to was the habit of praise, the habit of taming the tongue, and the habit of speaking words that bring life. Amen. Ms. Barbara also has worked with me on a couple of other projects that we had, Confessions of a Caregiver and more women arise and pray. So thank you so much for being a part uh, of this um, anthology. It's been an honor and a pleasure working with you as well. And and um, and Miss Barbara's going to uh, share a little bit about why the Lord led her to her topics as well. And uh, the last author that uh, we have with us is Dr. Tanya Moses. Hello, Dr. Tanya, are you there? Yes. Good evening, everyone. I am uh, Dr. Tanya L. Moses from Slidell, Louisiana, and I was guided by the Holy Spirit to script the habit of gratitude, the habit of silence, and the habit of serving others. Amen. Amen. Dr. Tan and I uh, met at a conference where I was a keynote. Uh, uh, it was Blacks in Government, right, Dr. Tan? That is correct, yes. Yes, and um, and so um, and really had totally forgot about it, you know, because you, you meet so many people, um, you know, traveling and speaking and doing different things and book events. So um, when she brought uh, it to my remembrance who she was, I was elated and excited and just honored again uh, to, uh, you know, that our paths have crossed again. So welcome, ladies. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Um, um, I'm not sure any of the other courses are on. Uh, if so, um, we will bring you in. Just If you've dialed in, just press the number one, and um, I can bring you in and do a, uh, and introduce you. But we're going to go ahead and move forward again. Um, so for those that are listening in and just joined us, uh, I am here um, as the visionary author along with the co-authors that you have just heard from, and we are here today to talk about our our new best-selling book, His Destiny, Her Purpose, Habits of a Godly Woman. Again, we know when it comes to habits, um, habits can make or break uh, your chances of achieving and maintaining a godly lifestyle. And women, in particular, are given the responsibility to know and define their divine roles. And when it comes to divine roles, you know, the role that women play can be uh, of various roles. Their mothers they are our sisters and moms, they're entrepreneurs, uh, they work in ministry, you know, we do it all. 
And uh, but one thing about it, a godly woman uh, possesses great strength and, and is a blessing everywhere that she goes. Therefore, she must learn how to wear her crown with grace and honor, and not just sometimes, but all times. And I'm so proud because these ladies have joined me, and we have pro- provided the tools needed to effectively walk in your purpose as a godly woman. And this book demonstrates powerful ways to reignite conversations with God. You're going to discover your purpose, and you're going to develop godly habits by staying focused and tending to the matters of the heart. This book collaboration will show women how to move into the dynamic that occurs when his destiny and her purpose collide. So we are going to get into, I want the um, the authors, and you're going to have a chance to call in as well and talk with the authors. If you have questions or comments, um, um, you will have an opportunity to speak with them. So um, hold on. I see uh, one of the authors are here. Hello. How are you? Is um, is this Miss Turner? It is. Hello, everyone. Can you hear me? Yes. Hello. Can you please uh, tell the people who you are and where you're from and, and the habits that God led you to write about? Yes, um, I would be happy. And um, God also led me to push um, prompt one because I was sitting and listening and could not get in. <laughs> could not get in. <laughs> oh, Amen. Oh, technology. God's grace. Mm. Yes. Uh, I am Tina Turner, and I am out of Raleigh, North Carolina, and um, listening to the Holy Spirit, um, number one, to just um, take this journey, number two, I was led to write about um, the habit of true confession, the habit of depending on the Holy Spirit, and the habit of practice. So um, speaking about the habit of practice, um, sometimes we just got to get in and just start somewhere. And so um, this is definitely um, depending on the Holy Spirit and just jumping out there and practicing on being faithful. <laughs> so, Amen, um, amen. <laughs> other women on this journey. Amen, amen. Well, I tell you, it's an honor to have you and uh cannot wait to um, – have you come in and share a little bit about your journey as well. Uh, we do have uh, another author on, Ms. Shakita Frazier. Uh, Ms. Frazier, are you with us? Yes, ma'am. Okay, can Hello? you please tell the people uh, where, uh, the, where you're from and the habits that God um, uh, revealed or, or put on your heart to write? Hi, I am from Savannah, Georgia. And the three habits that I wrote about was the habit of hope, the habit of self-care, and the habit of using prayer as a weapon. Amen. And uh, we're going to allow her uh, to come in in a little bit, and she's going to share. She has a powerful testimony, and, and which leads into why the Lord led her to choose the topics that she did. So we're going to go back through... And I want to, um, I think it's just easier to do it this way. Let's bring, uh, Lanisha, are you with us still? Yes, ma'am, I'm here. Okay, great. So, again, um, Lanisha is a first-time author, 
And I want to talk to her about uh, the habit of forgiving yourself. Why? Let's talk about that a little bit, Lanisha. Can you share a little bit uh, with the people uh, why do you feel this habit is important for uh, for women to possess in order to effectively carry out their purpose? Um, as a young woman dealing with tragedy, um, I feel like forgiving yourself and trusting God in the process of forgiving yourself, you know, staying focused on his word, um, keeping him the, being the main focus as far as forgiving yourself. As I wrote, just staying in the right position, standing firm on his word. Um, my favorite scripture is First John 10 and 10. So if if I don't do anything else, I know to stand firm on the word. And that's how I got through having actually forgiven myself because I felt guilty after my mom died because I felt mm. I had to forgive myself for living. So wow. that's what, that's what and led me to that. Man. And it's important, you know, uh, that we learn the habit of forgiving ourselves because the enemy will use that as a tool to hinder you from really walking in your calling and doing the things that God has called you to do uh, because it can make you feel like you're unworthy and it can make you feel like uh, – it make you second-guess yourself. So um, I'm happy that she touched a little bit about uh, why she chose that um, with uh, the fact of her mother passing away and her living. Uh, So – Thank you, Lanisha, for sharing that, and thank you for following the Holy Spirit and writing about that because I know there are many people um, that are listening that have gone through trauma uh, or some type, dealt with some type of trauma and, and dealt with some type of traumatic event that do feel guilty. I felt guilty for a long time after, you know, our car accident, which was my son sustained his brain injury. Uh, I did. I felt guilty for a long time. Um, and, and so with that being said, I felt unworthy. How could I go and, and share the gospel and, and talk about God being a healer when I wasn't the one that was hurt as bad as my son was? Yeah. So uh, that, that is definitely a godly habit that uh, one must possess in order to effectively walk in that purpose. So thank you so much, uh, Lanisha, uh, for sharing that. Uh, Ms. Cottrell. Let's talk about the habit of meditating on God's word, one of my favorites. Yes. Hi, so let's share a little bit about that. Hello, Dawn. Um, meditating on God's word. What are some of the benefits of meditating on God's word? Um, some of the benefits, when we meditate on God's word, we get an under a better understanding of what God wants from us and for us. And also, when we meditate on his word, it is guidance. You know, um, God was really um, working, dealing with me with uh, meditating on his word, you know, saying his word and to repeat his word back to him. So when I started meditating on his word, I started to see things manifest in my life because I was um, uh you know, God is the word. So when you meditate on his, his word, he gives you guidance. He gives you direction. 
He give you revelation. He give you clarity. Whatever it is that you're mm. going through and you stay close to God and you meditate on his word, he will give you clear guidance on what it is that you need to do. Your path will be straight. Even if you happen to fall off that path, he will put you right back on because he is the word. And when you meditate on his word, you have no problem. Amen. And not only that, just meditating on God's word can can give you reassurance to no matter what yes. situation that you're faced with or what situation that you're dealing with, because you have spent time with God and you have meditated on his word, it's going to bring you a peace. And not yes. just a peace, but the peace that surpasses all understanding that he is going to do what he said he's going to do. That's right. That's right. And his and because we know in God's word that his promises are yes and amen. Go ahead, Dawn. I was just getting ready to say that you just took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> we don't want to quote. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Thank you. We are. Amen. So I I, I am happy that uh, she shared that because once again, um, we're talking about his destiny, her purpose, habits of a godly woman. And these habits that we are sharing are, are tools that, that really, there are things that's needed. Um, I did a live and I talked about the difference of motivation plus habits. You know, when we are motivated to do something, we have to, to get up and we know we need to exercise or we may need, know we need to meditate on God's word and we may not feel like it because we're tired or we're sleepy. But once it becomes a habit, it becomes a part of who we are, and it becomes second nature. So we don't need that motivation. We don't need that little kick to get up and get going because it becomes something uh, uh, that we've uh, adopted to do and we're adapted to doing on a daily basis. So uh, meditating on God's word, uh, um, I think, is one of the most important because it's, it, it keeps us going. It, it, it keeps us in our lane. It gives us a daily reminder of who God is and, and what he said he's going to do. So thank you so much, Dawn. Thank you. So uh, next I want to talk to uh, Melquita. Melquita, let's talk about the habit of walking in faith, the habit of walking in faith. You want to share, um, please, with our listeners um, your reasons for uh, sharing with the people the habit of walking in faith? Yes. Um, first, I want to say I know that God always wants us to walk in, walk in our faith and trust him and believe in him, but oftentimes our faith is tested, and we don't know which way to go and whether to hold on to that faith or not. Um, but my faith was tested um, on November 30th, 2016, when my children and I were involved in a tragic accident that led me um, unconscious and have a traumatic brain injury. I had to learn how to walk and talk all over again. Um, I, I taught, I had to learn how to tie my shoelaces, so I taught my son the same time. Um, so I had to learn everything over again. But in that journey of learning that, my I can I can honestly say that my faith was tested, and my faith, um, mm-hmm. you know, I've always been brought up in the church, but my faith wavered at that time. 
because I did not know whether I was going to make it out alive. At that time, you know, on life support, um, I did not know whether I was going to ever see my family make it out, um, be able to do the things that I used to do. So I had to dig deep within myself. And on December 6, 2016, God came to me in my ICU bed, in my ICU room, and told me, it is not my time. Live, breathe, my child. So I had to trust in him and hold on to that faith that he was going to bring me through. And that's what brought me through, and that had I held on to my faith. And I'm still holding on to my faith. So God be the glory. Amen. What a testimony. You better come mm-hmm. on through, girl, with that testimony. Amen. So with that, yeah, let's, uh, you know, you're talking about faith, a habit of walking in faith. And you all know the acronym I always use for faith is forwarding all issues to him. And I can honestly um, and say that I am happy that you stepped out on faith and you, and you were, you know, were obedient to the voice of God, and and by doing just that, and so thank you so much for sharing that. And and as a woman of God, when we are in ministry or whatever we're doing, walking in our purpose, it's important that we understand the habit of walking in faith because there are going to be many challenges and so many things that that can come our way that may uh, become a stumbling block. But we have to learn to walk in faith so that when we see those things, we can see them through our spiritual eyes and not through our natural eyes. And by doing that, it's going to make it easier for us to adopt the habit of walking in faith. So thank you so much for sharing that. You're welcome. Thank you. So, Miss Helen, let's talk about mm-hmm. the habit of walking in freedom. Here's another uh, powerful testimony. So uh, I know that um, you know something about walking in freedom. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Well, freedom, of course, is the state of not being enslaved or imprisoned. And um, over the years, um, I had sometimes we can allow ourselves to be in bondage. And people, places, and things could cause a part in that. But it comes to the point where, as the word of God said, you got to take things by force. You got to take it back by force. Uh, freedom is something that you have to fight for. And by applying the word of God to your situation to come up out of it, even when it seems like the surroundings or the situation you're going through, oh, I can't come out of this or I'm always going to be in this situation. You got to trust God enough to know that he doesn't want us to be in bondage. He wants us to be free. He wants us to be enlightened. He wants us to be liberated. And that is one of the habits that's very passionate with me because from, on a personal note, uh, knowing that yeah, it's a, it's a cause. Yes, you have to fight for it, but the final result is a blessing of not having any more things of this world or what people may try to do to you individually. And I speak about myself because I used to let that hold me down when you hear God talking to you and you know you have a purpose, and then when you have other things to try to hold you down. But when you make that decision to say, I'm no longer going to keep on going through this, I know God can bring me out, that's when that freedom comes in and going to scriptures to find yourself in the scriptures to help bring you out to be truly free. 
Um, that's what it is for me in my personal walk, and I, I'm just in prayer that it touches people and women's heart who read it about what true freedom is in Christ. Amen, amen. The habit of walking in freedom. Um, you know, hmm. when we go through things in life, the enemy can use those things that we've gone through to keep us bound. Um, but um, the word says differently. You know, the, yes, the word ma'am. says that we're free and we're free indeed. And so that means it's done, period. That There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And so we just have to trust God and walk in that freedom. And how can you minister effectively and effectively walk in your purpose if you're bound, if you don't really understand uh, what it means to walk in freedom and, and to hold your head up high again and, and wear your crown with grace and honor at all times and so that you can be prepared to face the tactics of the enemy and recognize them when you see them. Walking in freedom uh, is, is a must when it comes to uh, possessing uh, a godly habits and understanding the true meaning of his destiny and her, and her purpose. So, so much, uh, Sister Helen, for sharing that. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. All right. So our next author, Ms. Dawn. So, Dawn, let's, Ms. Dawn Pullen. So let's talk about the habit of fasting and praying. Uh, I know the Word of God says some things uh, uh, come only by fasting and praying, and some people really may not understand. Some people say, oh, it doesn't take all of that, but I beg to differ, and so does Arthur Dawn, and she's going to share with you why it is important to possess the, the godly habit of fasting and praying. I'm going to tell you that fasting and praying it has saved my life tremendous on many days and many occasions um i have another book that i wrote that's called the um while waiting on god to answer and it's all about fasting and praying and that book was birthed out of the fasting and praying life that i had while praying for my mother who was addicted to drugs and alcohol and how i waited on god and prayed fervently and fasted for her deliverance and when I Amen. didn't see it, how can I hold on? And what did I have to hold on to but prayer? And how can I work prayer but through fasting and praying work together to strengthen me in the process that took almost 20-plus years to see God's manifestation in my mother's life? So fasting and praying was my way of holding on to God's word, trusting and believing God, and to see him manifest the miracle of my mother being made whole, drug-free and um, alcohol-free for the past five years. So when I discuss fasting and praying, it's not something that I've heard about. It's something that I've practiced and been through and saw the true manifestation of God in the earth, meaning, you know, my mother being saved and, and being whole. Amen. So that's, again, I that's say what inspired me. Amen. Ahead, Amen. Thank you for sharing Go that. It, it, it is important, uh, and we must do that. And um, and it and it has benefits, not just spiritual benefits, but fasting and praying does come along with the, the physical benefits as well. And, again, uh, like I said, the Word of God says some things only just come by fasting and praying. Sometimes you just can't get that breakthrough until you fast and pray. And sometimes God yeah. is requiring us to do that. Uh, in order to hear from him. And so um, 
um, thank you for sharing that and uh, being a godly woman and walking in your purpose. There are going to be times and, and situations that you face that you are going to have to push the plate away, push the TV away, push yes. the social media away, push the friends away, push all those things away and go into solitude and spend time with God. You're just going to have to yes. do that in order to hear from him, and, and not just hear from him, but hear from him clearly. Go ahead. And you have to, it has to be consistent. And when you don't see something happening, you have to still trust the process. And that's the one thing fasting and praying will teach you is to trust God even when you don't see it until it, until it comes to manifestation. And I've waited 20 years, so I know that it can be hard, but, it's, but you have to stay, stay, stay steadfast. Amen, amen. One of the habits you said, consistency, um, I know Sister Helen also wrote about that, uh, a habit of, of, of consistency. So uh, thank you so much, uh, Dawn, uh, for You're sharing. Welcome. And I think I, for, mm-hmm. I think I negated my second habit was self-control. So I just wanted to make sure I put that out there because I think when I introduced myself, I forgot. But thank you for the opportunity. And I'm... <laughs> amen. <laughs> Our next author, Ms. Arbonese Reed, we're going to talk about the habit of praying for your children. Um, I know so many of us have children, and she's going to come in and talk about uh, when you're praying for your children, it's not just your biological children that need your prayer. Ms. Arbonese Reed. Yes, ma'am. Good evening, everyone. Um, one of my topics is praying for your children, and uh, we said the other night um, we are in a time where this generation needs prayer. Um, There's a saying back in the day where it takes a tribe, a village to raise a child. Well, this generation, with that, the habit of praying for your children, it's not just your biological biological children. I raised my grandchildren. I have 16 godchildren. Whoever has the role of a child or a name as a child, we have a, a charge to pray for them. We are midwives in the spirit for children. So we all know in a natural, a midwife is employed by the hospital or the doctor's office. Well, King Physician Jesus is on board, and we are have a charge, and this is how the Lord dealt with this, um, deals with me with children. We have a charge as a midwife we have to push them, pray them into their destiny. Um, so the habit of praying for children is not just your natural. Those that battle have battled with fertility and have come to Jesus Christ, I say, often encourage people, your charge, I get it, but your charge, you have children that you're surrounded by that need you. So the habit of praying for your children, it's praying God's will for them, not necessarily our unfulfilled dreams. Um, it's his guidance, hearing them if they're able to talk, and propelling them into God's destiny for them. So the habit of praying for your children is one that's developed through the muscle of not just hard times, but when they're sleeping, charging the atmosphere, uh, when you're listening to them, keyword listening to them about their struggles, sometimes yes. you can't talk. Yes. 
It's just the prank. So the habit of praying for your children is being that sponge, taking it all in, going to God and saying, here it is. Here is the child. Amen. And we are mandated to pray for our children. And, you know, God has given them to us. And we have a responsibility to cover them, even when they're into their adult ages. You know, a lot of times yeah. I know, yeah, people, you know, we say that, you know, we're responsible for our children until they um, come into the age of understanding. But I tell you what, I appreciate the prayers of my mother, my father, you yes. know, and, and I'm good and grown. And so uh, we we must continue to do that and understand the importance of doing that and, and godly women. Um, that have children, and then biological or not, like like Sister Reed just said, uh, it's important that we understand why it's important to uh, possess this habit. So thank you for sharing. You're welcome. All right, uh, Miss Corbin, uh, let's talk about the habit of joy. Yes, the habit of joy. Um, well, uh, I chose the the habit of joy because um, recently I, there was a woman's retreat that I did, and the theme was the joy of the Lord is our strength. Um, and when yes. you look up the word joy, uh, it means cheerfulness, delight, and gladness. But it's also part of the kingdom of God, you know, righteousness, peace, and joy. That's the kingdom of God. So, you know, joy has to be part of our lives, Um, and it's very Mm -hmm. different from happiness, which is based on, you know, external circumstances, and we can be up one day, down the next day, you know, depending upon what's going on in our lives. But when we think about joy, you know, that should be um, something that's consistent and stable and sort of a a foundation in our lives. And we know that it's a gift from the Lord, Um, and it just comes from knowing how much he he loves us and everything that he did for us on Calvary. Um, And so, you know, my prayer is that we we would all experience that habit of joy um, and just, you know, knowing that it is a gift from the Lord and it is part of the kingdom of God and that it will fill our lives. Amen. I love that that you say that joy is a gift um, from the Lord and we have to recognize it as being such uh, because every day uh, may not be good days. Um, Well, let me say this because um, my uncle, uh, uh, John Barry, said something to me yesterday that I thought was very profound. Uh, we never have a bad day. We just may experience uh, um, some bad moments throughout the day. So when we experience those bad moments throughout the day, we still have our joy to hold on to. And if you really understand uh, the habit of possessing joy, it's going to allow you uh, uh, the will to be able to get through those uh, not-so-good moments throughout the day. So we won't, you know, in a habit of saying, oh, I had a bad day, I had a bad day. No, you never have a bad day. You may just have some moments throughout the day that were not so good. So thank you so much for sharing that. Um, Now we want to go to uh, Miss Sharon Rayford, and I want to talk about uh, the habit of letting go of the past because so many times, um, 
And I think that can go in and tie to the habit of forgiving yourself. Uh, uh, but when you let go of the past, you may need to forgive others as well as yourself. And so uh, the past can can really come back and haunt you if you don't understand the the power of possessing the habit of letting go of the past. So, Ms. Sharon, can you talk a little bit about that? Yes, Lord. Letting go of the past is powerful. Uh, one thing about it I can say for myself that is very important to let go because when you don't do that, you're bound. You're not able to go forth in God. And I can say for myself that I was bound. I was just so um, discombobulated. I was in control of other people. Other people controlled me. They controlled the things that I'd done. I, I, it's like I lost who I was. And I thank the Lord for that, that title, Let Go of the Past. It, it is important. Yeah. The Lord said now. He said now, faith. He said he's our very present help. He said, if I keep my mind stayed on him, he'll keep me in peace. So one thing about it, I, I mean, you know, we all have a past. We all have a past. We all have things that has taken place in our life that we didn't like, even some things that we may have done. But one thing about it, the Lord said that he will restore. And the Lord wants to restore yes. us so that we can live in liberty and peace and joy, and we can just give it to other people. And I thank the Lord that I let it go. It, it sometimes, and many times, depending on the situation, it's something that we constantly have to work towards. Some things we can drop it, but some things we have to keep going before the Lord. But keep doing that. Keep doing that. The Lord has us in mind. He said he wishes us to expect it in. And I thank the Lord for that because he do not wish for us to stay in the state that we're in. He does not. Amen. He wants us to come on up. He wants us to move forward. He wants to wants us to encourage others along the way. And I thank the Lord for this title, mm, Letting Go of the Past. And then also one more thing, Amen. let go. The Lord yes. is not telling us to let go to not do it. Hallelujah, glory. The Lord has given us power, Amen. y'all, over, not under, over, over the powers yes. of the enemy. Hallelujah. I was bound, y'all. I was in a mental institution. I was somewhere and didn't even just all drugged up. But I thank the Lord. I still had a mind to call on Jesus. I still said, Jesus, help me. I still prayed. And the Lord heard my cry. Glory be to God. The Lord heard me, y'all, and he brought me up out of there. Mm, He brought me up out of there, and I thank the Lord for it. Thank the Lord for the opportunity to read. And thank the Lord for all uh, the the word that has come forth, the encouragement, and I'm so thankful that everything is connected, one body. Mm. Yeah, everything, every yes. title is connected. Every title is is in alignment with the will of God, mm. and I'm thankful. Amen. 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 I love that. I love that. And, you know, you said something there, you know, we have the power over all, A-L-L. That means everything. That that doesn't mean something. That means we have the power over all and that God does want us to live in liberty, peace, and joy. And so thank you so much for sharing that. I can kind of go on and on and on about that uh, because uh, you, you, you hit some things there. But, you know, um, I want you all to, uh, you got to get the book. 
to read about <laughs> that, you know, uh, that's a powerful, powerful uh, of letting go of the past. And so um, letting go, letting go. Amen. Thank you, Sister Sharon, for, for sharing that. Um, I want to bring in uh, Dr. Freeborn. Uh, Dr. Freeman, I want you to share with our listeners uh, the habit of resilience. Uh, resilience, being resilient is, is, is <laughs> I don't just, I don't know how you can effectively walk in your purpose if you do not possess the habit of being resilient. So let's talk about that a little bit, Dr. Freeman. Thank you very much for the opportunity to share about this. First of all, I would like to say that, and this is something maybe most of you have heard, that you are strong as your roots are. And having been mm-hmm. born in Kenya, a native of Kenya, the most, the, the, the most, one of the indigenous trees there is the acacia tree, which actually thrives in the wilderness. Uh, living in our, in our times, the wilderness can be any struggle or situation that, that you face as in adversity. And so in order for you to be able to bounce back out of those challenges, right now we are facing the COVID-19, and it could be anything else. It could be a divorce. It could be a, 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 a mental situation. It could be sickness. It could be anything. Uh, life is full of all kinds of kinds of uh, challenges. So as a Christian woman, what kind of habit can you embrace? What kind of habit can you can you can you develop in order to overcome such kind of times? Well, when you read the Bible sometimes you come across women that were able to overcome such kind of hard times and you uh, your mind right away thinks, Oh, these are biblical women how could I even be able to overcome this? I'm not, I'm not this woman. I'm not woman. For example, you can say I'm not Mary Magdalene. I am not like Zephora. I'm not like all these giants of women that we read. That actually God can use ordinary women. When I wrote about this, uh, this particular topic, I went in prayer and sought God to direct me on how to give this message in a way that is relevant to whoever is going to read the book. And my praise that many women that are going through challenges will buy this book and see how God helped me overcome my own challenges as a woman. I wanted relevancy. Relevancy is very important to me. So as I was reading through the Bible, because I had a personal situation where my inheritance was at stake, and I didn't know what to do. It was a 23-year battle trying to get what truly belonged to me. Now, as a woman coming from an African uh, cultural background, uh, inheritance most of the time is actually something that is given to men. Most, most Africans will agree with me, and this is something that maybe some of you know or don't know, that I needed something that would speak to me from the Bible. That's when I came across five sisters that were single that had the audacity to approach Moses in the wilderness, which is spiritually where I was in that wilderness, and were able to convince Moses to go before God and pray and ask God to change the law of the land so that they could be able to inherit what was theirs like their brothers. So 
this mm. this this particular situation was so relevant to me, even though I have I have brothers and 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 I have sisters and being married um, very young, I didn't really have any any place to go to but to God. And as I read this Amen. story of the daughters of Zelophead, um, I realized that they actually made an impact in the history of Israel because not only did God agree to allow Moses to change the law, that women could inherit property in, in Israel, even to this day. I mean, to a thousand generations, these women tenaciously went before, before, before Moses. They were not afraid of what would happen, even though some, in some instances they could have been stoned for approaching the tent where men are meeting. And so in, 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 this, in this habit, I, I, I encourage women to be tenacious, not to let go something, to get to know God in a personal yes. way that no matter what comes against you, no matter who is for you, there is nothing to be afraid if God is on your side. God has your back. And that is something Amen. that we all, yeah, we need to realize God has our back. And so I wrote this passionately because what you don't, what I may not have said this, but maybe I spoke to you in um, at one time out of Tyler, is that at the at the time I was writing this this uh, this particular topic by the guidance of the Holy Spirit, the case was actually at the had come to a head, and my rights were given back in a court in Kenya. Amen. My rights were given Amen. back. My inheritance was given well, back. About, when you think about being resilient, I want to I want to just interject here just briefly. When you think about being resilient, yeah. you know, the ability to bounce back, it, it's something that's important uh, uh, that godly women must possess, and men as well. Uh, when you're in ministry and when you're, and when you're carrying out assignments, uh, you, you have to be able to possess the ability to bounce back because guess what? Sometimes you may not be successful at, at that thing that, that you are trying to do. And failure is actually, I mean, it's a part of life, and there's some things that we experience and go through. But if you have the the uh, the ability and you possess the the habit of being resilient, it can help you get through those. Uh, Dr. Freeburn, for 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 sharing that with us, and um, and it's been an honor as well to to you know to work with you and and to just learn about you know that journey that you travel. Thank you very much for giving me the opportunity. Is it okay for me to go to the next topic or stop until you call me for the next no. one? Yes, ma'am. Just We're going to move on to the next author right now, um, so okay. we'll come back. All right. Okay. So our next author is Ms. Barbara Williams. Thank you, um, Ms. Barbara. Let's talk about the habit of speaking words that bring life. You know, uh, we hear all the time people say it because it's, it sounds good, death and life are in the power of the tongue, but do we really understand how powerful that is and that our words truly have power and we have given, uh, been given the ability to speak life or to speak death? And so we need to possess the habit of speaking life, speaking words that bring life. So let's talk about that a little bit. Yes, the Spirit led me to write on uh, speaking words that bring life. And the first thing I thought about or that was laid on my heart, sticks and stones, 
can break your bones, but words can never hurt me, which is so untrue. Because your bones can heal, but words can have a lasting effect on the person. And as an educator, I had students who were so broken by words from home, from other um, students. And even in the church, people have been broken by words. And as I begin to look, we are to be encouragers one to another. And we have, God wants us to speak life into a person. We know we have the power of life and death in the tongue. Our tongue should not be used to kill, but to bring life and to encourage. Um, you never know what someone is going through. And even a, a kind word, someone you don't even know, you know, you look nice today. Especially as women, sometimes women tend to tear other women down. But as a godly habit, speak life into them. They might be going through a struggle at home. They might be going through something on the job. And they just need an encouraging word. And we are to be the light so that it can see God in us. And it, it, it should be a habit, something that comes naturally, not to discourage but to encourage one another yes. in Christ. Amen. 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 Speaking words that bring life, and that should be something uh, that we do daily. And uh, and not just for others, but for ourselves. Speak life over yes. ourselves for those situations in, in our lives that we need, you know, God to move in. You know, whether it's a, a personal matter or a spiritual matter, we have the power to do that. God has graced us and given us the power to do so. Thank you yes. so much uh, for sharing that. Uh, Dr. Tan, let's talk about the habit of gratitude, the habit of gratitude. Okay, good evening once again. Um, having a habit of gratitude is imperative because the Bible tells us to give thanks to the Lord with all your heart and not only give thanks, but we should tell of his wonderful deeds, thus our powerful testimonies. Yeah. So there are many benefits that gratitude, um, that comes with gratitude. For one, it improves our physical health. It reduces aggression. It enhances empathy. And in this day of time that we're living in, we definitely need a good dose of empathy and thus something to reduce the aggression because we see so much aggression that's going on. But gratitude also uh, reduces stress and symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorders. So when we give yes. thanks to the Lord in all circumstances, that's whether joyful or painful, God will be glorified and will continue to bless us abundantly. So I believe that it is important that we take on this godly habit of gratitude in order to live effectively in God's calling and to live our lives with a profound sense of purpose. Amen, amen, a habit of gratitude. And I just truly believe that, when the word uh, the word says that God loves a cheerful giver, we have to give 
with the with, with the joy and be happy about doing so. And uh, a lot of times uh, people think about giving um, and, and gratitude. I think it goes together, being thankful uh, uh, for all things. Can and, and I think once we practice the, the habit of gratitude, it opens our heart to be able to give more, to love more, to uh, have more patience. Uh, all of those things, all of the other habits, I believe, would just fall in place if we just really practice the habit of gratitude. Because once we understand how powerful that it is going to adjust our attitude, and when our attitudes are adjusted, it just does something uh, 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 and, and helps us be who we need to be because it keeps us mindful of, of who we are and whose we are. When we walk in the spirit of gratitude every single day, thanking God for just waking us up to see another day for his new mercy, for his grace, for his favor. So uh, thank you so much uh, for sharing that, Dr. Tan. Thank you. Okay, our next author is Ms. Katina Turner. Let's talk a little bit about the habit of depending on the Holy Spirit. Oh, wow. Hello again, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Depending on the Holy Spirit, that's a daily walk. We we, we know a lot about that one. (laughs) It's it's a daily walk. And a a lot of times you have to question yourself and ask yourself, um, am I listening to myself? Am I listening to family? Am I listening to the voice of a friend? Are you truly listening to the voice of God? And and, and how can you discern if it's the voice of God that you're listening to when you have so many voices and so many distractions going on in this world right now? And a lot of times in in the past, I have found myself listening um, not necessarily to the Holy Spirit, but to the thoughts that I have told myself, my own mind. And, you know, those, that mind can play tricks on you. Oh, you yeah. Know, but, but God doesn't. God would never play a mm. trick on you. You know, uh, um, one of the authors um, talks about um, just the habit of meditating on God's word. And that's what it comes back to. It comes back to listening, being able to meditate. And when you meditate and when you sit still and when you block out everything, you'll learn to listen and depend on the Holy Spirit. And a lot of times you know it's from the Holy Spirit because God made us all great. We're made in the image of God. So like you said, there's nothing that we cannot do. There's nothing that we cannot manifest because we are all God's children and his image is in us. So if we were made by the creator, we were created to create. And there's nothing that we cannot manifest if we depend on the Holy Spirit because there's nothing that you cannot do. And so even if that just ties into what we just talked about, being God's masterpiece. Yes. Yes. Mhm. Yes, it, it, you have to. Sometimes, depending on the Holy Spirit, does not mean it's it's gonna come without fear. It does not mean it's gonna come without doubt. You just got to let the Holy Spirit lead you. And it's almost like Amen. And what, that, it, 
Tesla. You know how the Tesla self our self driving cars. You know, it's just like getting in that Tesla. <laughs> you know, off the wheel and dependent. You know, God is that Tesla. God is not going Amen. to do you wrong. Got to sit back in that. Sit back and let God just direct you. And, and, and just know. And you said something about fear and doubt. No matter and what, fear and doubt can show up. Yeah, and you said you should talk about fear mm-hmm. and doubt, and fear and doubt will show up. But if you are walking and practicing the habit uh, of, of listening to and obeying the Holy Spirit, uh, then you won't go wrong. Yes. You won't worry about what you're seeing with the natural eye. And you, because if you depend on your own will, then you're gonna stumble. You're gonna fall. And you and you you risk uh, really just walking into failure, but if we allow God to be God and do the things that He's promised us, He said He never leave us nor forsake us. And if we mm-hmm. just listen to Him and stay in tune to that and 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 depend on the Holy Spirit, we'll be okay. So thank you so much for sharing that. You're welcome. Amen. So uh, our next yeah. author is Ms. Shakita Frazier. And I want to talk about, Ms. Um, Shakita has a, a very uh, powerful uh, testimony of why um, the Lord led her to uh, 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 talk about the habit of using prayer as a weapon. Hello, everyone again. Um, use our prayer as a weapon. It was very, very dear to me because of my health, and the things that I've been through in life. And growing up as a child, I always prayed, and I always knew that God was with me. But until last year when I found out that I had breast cancer, it was something that I I said, Lord, I cannot do this without you. I got to do this with you. You got to take my hand. You got to take the lead. You got to go. I cannot do this. And it's something when you know that God is with you through all things. It's something when you know that God is going to hold your hand and he's going to guide you. He's going to be with you every step of the way. And it was like, uh, it's like every, every, through chemo, they gave me the um, chemo drug, one of the strongest chemo drugs, and they call it the Red Devil. And I told them, no, it's the blood of Jesus because uh, my is my healer. Jesus is my healer. He's my everything. And it's I got sick recently, and it took me back to the days when I was doing chemo. And yes, Friday made the first day. Well, Friday was a month since I had any treatment, radiation, or chemo. And Amen. I felt really sick. And I was like, I'm just praying and I asked God. And my, my scripture was, the joy of the Lord like is my strength. One moment, please. Um, can, whoever is talking, can you please mute your phone while the author is speaking? Okay, go ahead, Ms. Fraser. It, my scripture, my to-go scripture was the, um, the joy of the Lord is my strength, and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And when I, just walking up and down the steps, I, I had a hard time. I had to stop. At times I had to crawl. Mm-hmm. 
and I just talk to the Lord, and I call on him, and I, I just say, Lord, you are my strength. You are my everything. And through prayer and meditation, I had to get, like, like my grandmama used to say, when you need those scriptures, they come back to you. Like, I will always trust in oh, God. Yeah. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And I say, Lord, I believe. I believe because you gave me everlasting life. And it also let me know who I am in God and whose I am. So I knew. I knew for a fact through prayer I believe and I trust in my word. And the word says, study to show thyself approved. So I had to go in my word and I had to study. I had to meet God in my word. And that's how I know how to use prayer as a weapon because you got to meet God in his word so that he can speak to you. You got to ask him. You want to hear his voice and and not a stranger voice because, you know, in the Bible it says that his sheep knows his name. So we know God knows his sheep, and we are God's sheep. So when God calls, I say yes. Normally I always say I'm not doing that. I'm not doing this. So when Amen. this opportunity yes. came up in my life, I said, God, you've been with me through everything. You've been with me when I thought you wasn't with me. You was with me through danger seen and unseen. And I asked him to continue to be with me. And and like I said earlier, it's a difference when you know what you know. We we Every people, you know, we always say that we trust God. We always say this and we always say that. But are we trusting in our prayer? Or are we trusting in the one who can answer our prayer? And I know Amen. who can answer my prayers. And I know the God I serve. And I am so grateful. Amen. I am so grateful. And I am grateful to be here. I am grateful to even tell y'all this because last year, the time I think I was going to be here. But then I said, no, this is not a death sentence. Actually, cancer has been a blessing Amen. to me find who I am, who I am and what I need to do. So I Amen. this here is not Shakita. This is God because I'll be like, I'm not getting on the radio um, baby day. And I actually was in here with my kids, and I was like, okay, 7 o'clock. But I forgot that she gave us instructions to be on here at 7.45. But the young lady that came on and mashed that one button, that's how I knew how to get in. So I, I, I listened. Amen. I God. Well, I got I, I, I want to interject here, and I want to interject here, and and and, and reiterate what you said about um, prayer as a weapon. We have to understand that again. Our words have power, and um, God said, you know, the word says, "We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but but against principalities." So we have to understand that. And I'm not going to mm-hmm. go into the word and preach it, but we have to understand that. And and all of these habits that we that we've shared with you all. Uh, listeners are are tools that you can use to help you effectively walk in your in your purpose. And at this time, I really uh, I want to move. Uh, we've got a shift right here. I want to open up the phone lines. Um, uh, in our last uh, thirty minutes of our interview, uh, our phone line is six five seven three eight three zero eight nine eight. Again, the number to dial in if you want to call in. If you have a question for any of the authors, if you have a comment. Uh, about uh, uh, his destiny, her purpose, habits of a godly woman. Please dial in now. Again, the number is six five seven three eight three zero eight nine eight. When you dial in, just press the number one, 
and we will bring you live on the air. Uh, if you joined us late, we are here. Uh, I am Kyla Reed, the visionary author for His Desk, and I'm here with uh, 19. Well, we're not. We don't have all 19 of the co-authors here, but we have 13 of the co-authors that are here with us, and we are are just sharing with you our hearts, uh, our hearts, and and why. Uh, we are a part of this, um, how God led us to, to answer the call, to carry out the vision for his destiny, her purpose. So, again, uh, please, if you've dialed in and you want to speak to the authors or if you have a question or a comment, 657-383-0898. If you're listening via phone and you have a comment or a question, you just press that number one, and we will bring you live on the air to talk with our authors, and uh, while we are waiting, uh, we I want to just um, talk about uh, just briefly the benefits of walking in your purpose. You know, uh, God, each one of us have a purpose. God has called us all to do something, and once we truly understand that and benefits of walking in our purpose, uh, it, it, for one, it's going to bring us to a deeper personal relationship with Christ. And that is something that we must all strive for. It's going to keep us grounded in God's truth. And, uh, and it's going to give us a, a godly behavior. And, 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 and it's also going to give us discipline and self-control. And all of those things, again, are important when we're talking about walking in our purpose and, and walking in our calling and doing the thing that God has called us to do. And so, um, again, we are here uh, with the authors of His Destiny, Her Purpose, and this has been an, an awesome interview in social media pages so uh, you can connect with each author to purchase books from them. You can connect with me as well to purchase books from me. So uh, for those that are listening on as guests of the authors, I encourage you to connect with them on a personal level, and they will provide you with um, uh, ways or, or means to purchase a book from them. Also, again, um, um, all of the authors are not here with us, but it has truly been an honor to uh, be here uh, on this journey with everyone. Uh, we are going to uh, take a quick break, and when we come back, again, the phone lines are open, 657-383-0898, but you guys just sit tight. We'll be right back. It was meant to kill me, sin to destroy me, and I thought that it would, and I thought that it should, cause I messed up so many times, I went left when you said right, I'll understand if you wanna let me go, let me go, let me go, but you held on to me, and you wouldn't let me go, and you wouldn't let me go, go. And what the enemy meant for evil, God has worked it out for my good. What the enemy meant for evil, God has worked it out. 
Hello. Hello. Thank you for calling. You're live on the air. Hello. Yes. I just want to say that I am so proud of all of you ladies. And just keep up the good work. And at the beginning of the devotional, you stated that we are masterpieces of God. And you can plainly see that God is using these masterpieces in the upbuilding of his kingdom. So you ladies just keep up the good work, and I can't wait to get my hand on a copy of the book. Thank you. Oh. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> Hello. Thank you for calling. You're live on the air. Hello, caller. You're live on the air. Good evening, ladies. My name is Christina Lloyd, and I am from I'm living Mevin. Um, I am a guest of Miss Helen Newland, and I am so grateful that I tuned in and that I listened. I think I have cried from the time you all started speaking, and I have to say, you all, you <laughs> ladies have a gift. You are truly gifted, and I thank the Lord that I was able to hear what God was has been saying to me in so many of your testimonies and so many of your stories. Miss Helen, thank you so much. I really appreciate you inviting me to be on here, to be listening. I cannot wait to get my book and I pray that God continue <laughs> to bring favor over each one of you ladies' lives. Amen. You're welcome. Amen. 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 Thank you for those words. Thank you, Carla. Hello, Hello? caller. Thank you for calling. You're live on the air. Hello. Thank you for calling. Hello. I'm calling from the Bronx, New York, and I am so glad I tuned in tonight. It has been so uplifting to hear all of the testimonies, and I agree with all the other call-ins that this has been inspiring, and I cannot wait to get my hand on not one book but more than one book. So uh, just sharing it and sharing it with our church members, our sisters at our church, um, so they can hear of the good work um, that's going on in the kingdom of God. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for calling. Praise God. Thank you. Hello, caller. You're live on the air. Thank you for calling. How you doing? Hello, hello. Fine. How are you this evening? I'm good. So my question is for the co-author Lanisha. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead and ask your question. Yes, ma'am. I want to know what inspired her to become co to become a co-author, and also. Um, how does she feel that she reached out to other people besides me about bearing the good fruit? Amen. Author Lanisha, be brief. Can you hear? Did you hear the question? Yes, ma'am, I did. Um, what inspired me to be a co-author is because I believe that the Lord had me to say something, and I believe that our voices are are powerful. And also in Galatians 5, 22 and 23, but the fruits of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, 
kindness, goodness, and faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So I just have to learn how to bear those good fruits. Amen. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, Carla. Congratulations. Thank you. Hello, Carla. Thank you for calling. You're live on the air. Hi. Good evening, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You reminded me. You encouraged me. Um, Each and every one of you I took something from because I could relate to each and every story. Um, My name is Serena. I'm from New York. I live now in North Carolina. This is a faith move. So I'm struggling still with God. Why do you have me here? So I thank you. I am going to listen more. <laughs> move out of my, move Amen. out of his way. I'm going to listen more <laughs> and get, get quiet a little bit more. So I thank you. And Prophetess Reed, I love you dearly. Thank you, lady. Thank you so very much. Thank you. Amen. Amen, amen. Thank you, caller. State your name and tell us where you're calling from. I don't know if it's my turn. You're live on the air. Yes, can you hear me? Hi, my name is Susan Genos from Spring Valley, New York. Um, You guys are amazing women of God. And I think Prophetess Arvinice Reed. for pushing her way um, through so much and that she was able to share um, her testimony, which led to me to hear y'all testimony. And um, just because now, just like Shereen just said, she has to take that leap of faith. I'm in the process of, of taking a leap of faith and just all this stuff you guys are pouring out um, has expired and has um Give me so much inspiration. Um, but my thing is with all that you guys go through, how did you narrow it down to to just do a brief scenario <laughs> of what you've been through? Because I've been through a lot. I've been molested. I've been raped. I've been talked about. I've been um, everything. Oh, and it's like God saying, write the, write the book, write the book. And I'm like, how can I do that? And just, and just pour out um, your heart. Um, and I'm going to just close my mic. <laughs> <laughs> so who wants to answer that question? Saying, just right. I'm sorry. I just hear the Holy Spirit saying just right. Ma'am, just right. Just right. Don't mm-hmm. worry about how the words come out. Just right. Just right. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it doesn't seem right or if it doesn't sound right to anyone. That's why you have publishers and people to help um, put it in the right perspective. The only thing the, the Lord wants you to do is just to put it on the paper. Once you put it on the paper, things are going to change. Old curses are going to be broken. Forgiveness Amen. is going to happen. My God. Glory. Thank you so much. Just right. Amen. 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 Just yes, right. Ma'am. I love that. Just right. You know, Amen. Uh, all of us have gone through things in life, and what we must yeah. understand is that the things we go through in life are not for us. Uh, we are yes, mandated, sir. and we have uh, an obligation to share God with others. Um, and um, I also, um, I did not mention the topics um, that I wrote about in the book. I talked about the 
the habit of love and the habit of seeking God and the habit of responsibility. And I talked a little bit about what his destiny means, and I talked a little bit about what her purpose means. And when you're talking about the habit of seeking God, what does that really mean to seek God? Does it mean uh, that we've lost him? No, it does not mean that. What God means, what that means is when we are seeking God, God wants us to focus on him. And he just mm-hmm. doesn't just want us to focus on him sometimes, but he wants us to focus on him every single day. Because when we seek God, that means we are going to familiarize ourselves with him. We are going to chase him rather than the things of the world. And so we must possess the habit of seeking God and loving God's people, loving God and loving God's people. And so um, I want to thank um, all of our callers that have called in. Again, I want to thank all of the co-authors. It has been a a, a pleasure. Uh, We have a few minutes left. I want to just leave the floor open for any of the co-authors if they have any last words. Uh, to to, to please come in. They're in no particular order. Um, I may interject uh, because I don't want to run over our time. We uh, we have to actually close out, but I do want to open the floor um, for you to just say um, uh, your your last word. May I say something? This is Dr. Freeborn. Hello? Yes, ma'am. This is yes, Dr. Freeborn. I just have I have just something to say right now, quickly for to the to the young lady that just called regarding uh, the struggle she has in authoring a book. Number one, uh, I would just like you to know that if God has called you to do something, you can do it. Uh, English is not my first language. English is my fourth language, and when God called me to start writing, I had that that concern. Will I be understood? Because every time I open my mouth, someone thinks, "Oh, you have an accent. You are, you don't, we don't understand you. You cannot express yourself in this way or that way." But when God calls you to do something, uh, He gives you the ability. He gives you the know-how. He directs your path. He gives you the word. Every word that I've written in any book that I've ever authored, and I've authored twelve books, has all been inspired by the Holy Spirit. He gives me the word. He gives me the structure. He gives me every direction in writing the book. So do not be afraid of stepping out by faith because God works with that. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. And I'm encouraging you just to come before God and believe in what he has called you to do, and you'll be able to do something great with what God has put in your heart. Amen. And uh, I, I totally agree with that. And, and also, I have to add to that, God will put people in your path and in your life to assist you. He will bring the right people before you. If God has, has called you to write or to share uh, and has given you a vision uh, uh, to write, then you don't have to worry about that piece of it. Your, your job is to simply write, and, and the rest will follow. Uh, so, may I say something? Want to come in? Yes. Yes. Uh, this is Yvette. Um, I I just want to say, you know, we we never know what's on the other side of our saying yes. Um, I know for me, I saw the post, I thought about it, prayed about it, and I said yes. Um, didn't know what all the details were about. 
didn't know um, what I would write about, how I would write, but I said yes. And then um, from there, you know, uh, you, you gave us the topics. We prayed. We chose them. We wrote about it. We submitted them. And um, here, here we are today. So I just want to, um, and this is something I had never done before, only dreamed about doing. So I just want to encourage all of us to take a step of faith um, because we never know where those steps will lead us. Um, and, you know, this has really been a blessing, and it stirred something in my own heart. And um, like my husband always says, you know, after one comes two. So this is just the beginning. So thank you again. Um, Amen. 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 I like Hello. that. Um, and I want to also um, uh, just let the college know uh, we were given assignment to study the women of the Bible. And, and, and so not only does each, uh, uh, the content not only talks about the habit uh, of a godly woman, but each author was given the task to talk about what uh, one of the women in the Bible that possessed the habit that they wrote about as well. So when you're reading the godly habit, um, you will also see them mention um, some of the powerful women of the Bible who possessed that particular habit that um, they were inspired to write about as well. Yes, go ahead. Someone was saying something? Hi, it was our Venice. Um, yes, ma'am. Very briefly. Hi, I just want to touch on, I'm hearing, um, I heard the word that went forth that said just right. Um, the Lord says to hear, to hear from your uncommon sources. In the Bible, the word came forth, for, forth through a donkey. I say that because don't get trapped in the familiar. Faith is yes. your unfamiliar. Our third topic, the reasoning, the habit of stability. I was just sitting there and the Lord said, ask Phyla if there was another topic. I was reading her, what she was doing. I was like, are there other topics? And she said, yes. And she said, I said, okay, let the Lord lead you. I didn't pick it. And I wouldn't have picked it. But hear God this day. He's saying that your vessels are coming and your words are coming from your least expected. And when you do that, your reasoning will come from the least expected. Hear God. Because she, and the reason that she gave me blew my mind. She gave me the habit of stability, and the, her reason was because of what you just went through with your daughter and you're raising your grandchildren, you have to know God and know stability. I would have never thought about that. Mm. If you'd have left it to me, I would have thought I was the most unstable creature. So the Lord is saying, here, seek me, but hear me from uncommon sources, because her and I don't talk. She only sees my posts. Yep. So this experience is just Hallelujah. to really, yes, yes ma'am. Our, it's, and I hear God very clearly. Hear me from uncommon sources. I will give you the discernment to know because my word will be in it. And I just want to share that and say thank you again for everyone. Tune in. Amen. 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 Mm-hmm. 
Well, I love that. Um, I want to, again, I want to, um, I just want to say thank you all uh, for being here with us. And um, when we're talking about these habits, um, I trust the God in each of these godly women. And and I went into prayer um, because we started out with over 30 women and God dropped us down. And I know that um, these women are supposed to be here on this journey uh, with me. As, as we carry out this assignment and godly women uh, that are uh, that are on that are listening and any men that are on that is listening, I want you to uh, to please uh, make sure that you secure a copy of this book for the the women in your lives. And if you're a woman on listening in, uh, this is a must have for you because as godly women, we should we should understand the habit of fearing the Lord. We should under, understand. Uh, uh, how to speak and behave wisely. We should understand how to help guide the younger women into godliness. We we need to know how to submit to our husbands. Godly women, uh, we need to know how not to behave foolishly. We need to know how to protect our household. We need to know how to keep and sustain our inner beauty, the habit of self-care. We need to understand these things. We need to recognize that God is indeed for us, and by meditating on God's word, these things uh, shall come to pass. So I want to, again, thank you all so much uh, for listening and joining us tonight. I know I wasn't able to get all of the, all of the calls in, uh, but uh, who knows, uh, we may come back in again and, and talk about this. Uh, uh, we're going to be in prayer about that, uh, but more to follow. Uh, so I just want to say thank you uh, to each of the ladies. Thank you so much for uh, uh, um, sacrificing your time tonight, you know, to be a part of this. Uh, this has been an amazing, amazing show tonight. I want to to, to encourage each of you. Uh, well, first of all, just say uh, just amazing testaments of hope and healing. Um, each of your stories have touched me, whether I've told you or not. I'm saying it publicly. Your stories have touched me. And I just want to thank you all for sharing uh, your heart and your journey with our listeners on this evening. And uh, I want to personally encourage each of you to keep pressing forward as you make uh, an impact in the kingdom by sharing the godly habit with other women. Uh, our testimonies and what we've written, it is going to transform lives and it's going to change lives, the hearts of women around the world. God has shown me that. So I want each of you to know uh, that uh, uh, you got to keep teaching and you got to keep inspiring those that you come in contact with. Amen? Amen. 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 So, okay, everyone, that is our show for this evening. I want to thank you all for listening to the Conqueror's Cafe. Be sure to visit uh, ConquerorsCafe.com and check out our resources, our prior show, as well as our bonus content. And while you are there, please don't forget. Can't hear you.
say my 